Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two semi-grizzly co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, Uncle Sam. Hello. And to my left, it is none other, none other than our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. How you doing? Blessed. And behind the computer. Oh, God. When are we done with this fiasco? Cracking his own eggs. It's Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. How you doing? How you doing? What do you mean, when are we done with this fiasco? What, what does that even mean? When are when we are done, we with, done with this fiasco? Bruce? Listen, I told you, you're the you're the grand poobah of Bruce now. You decide Bruce's fate, like in Roman times. Oh, really? Yeah. If you just you, give, you sure you want to do that? If you give the thumbs down, then you know, it is what it is. You're you're the you're in charge of Bruce. Bruce is your heir apparent. No, he's not. I don't want no. When the juice finally leaks out of your brain, and you you know, I don't want any part of Viking burial. Bruce is your replacement. God, I love coming here. It's awesome. Bruce, tell us why for the cameras. Awesome. What do you mean? You, awesome. What do you mean you love coming? You know, I gotta be ridiculed at fucking work for asking questions. I get ridiculed down here. <coughs> Listen to me, all right? Might Listen. as well just go home with a rope and call it a day. Listen, okay? Is that suicidal ideation many, in here? How many? How many? How long has Bruce been there? How long has Bruce been in? The I don't know. Too long. Maybe a month or two. Listen no, to me. I started the week after Thanksgiving. Okay, so three, two months. Yes, two months. Eventually, you'll be there for forty years. <laughs> and then you'll be as miserable as him. So it could always be worse. I'll right? be dead, long gone, and nothing dead. Nothing can make me as miserable as him. Uh, shout out to President Baker in the chat today. He was ready to go. He was asking me why we were late. He was just, President Baker was ready to go today. So shout out to him. Um, how's your weekend? Sorry? How was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Did you do anything? High points? Uh, went points? to my brother's 50th birthday party. He was. Absolutely polluted. Shout out to Uncle Tony. My mother were. Happy birthday. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uncle Tony's birthday was was uh, one for the ages. Uh, there was lots of talks of um, midgets and uh, uh, donkeys. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, shocked we did not get kicked out of the Brighton Bar and Grill. It was uh, what truly was the turnout? The how many How many people were there? It wasn't a huge turnout, but it was, it was more quality over quantity. Did what, he bring any of his kids? There was 12 of us. We had a nice 12, group of 12. Yeah, it was loud. It was it was a great time. I had a great time. I haven't laughed that much in a long time. My 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 fucking face was sore after that. It was pretty bad. It was awesome. Um, Zolo, how was your weekend? Weekend was I keep having this issue where I'm not like recharging my batteries enough on the weekends. I hear you. And I'm fucking exhausted on Monday mornings. And I I get this Sunday night dread before work. I know. That's horrible. Like I never used to get Sunday scaries. Never. And I have this, like, actual dread that's weighing me down. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to the Pistons game yesterday. I sat three rows behind the visitor bench so I could, like, literally hear and see and smell them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a blast. Had a lot of fun. Good. Did yeah. they win? No, they were down three with six minutes to go, and they choked it. Do we, do we know what the Pistons' record is currently? I think they're at eight at this point, maybe. It's I might awesome. be way off. I might be way off on that. Uh, six and 43. Six and 43. Wow. Oh, six, that's yeah. impressive. NBA trade deadlines. This there you week. go, Tibby. Cade Cunningham for you. Six and 43. Fucking dog shit. What did you say about Cade Cunningham? You're not talking shit about him, are you? He's so fucking good. The entire team. He had 23 points in the second half yesterday. The team. 
Cade Cunningham does not suck. I will it's argue overrated. it death. Real that quick, before anyway. before we, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on basketball, but should Tom Gore sell the team? Oh, dude, he, and yeah, at some point you need good ownership. Yeah, true. I hear you. Chris Illich should sell the Tigers while we're on this conversation. He fucking sucks. Bruce, how was your weekend? Not bad. Pretty relaxing. It was. Nice relaxing week. Did you hear that? Bruce had a nice relaxing weekend. Oh, What'd you do, uh, Bruce? Played video games. What'd you play? COD. Put in a shift. COD, that's a fish. Call of Duty. Ah. It's, you know, it's shortened. Anyways, uh, so did anybody watch the Pro Bowl? No. Nope. You nope. didn't even turn it on. Uh, didn't even turn it on. I seen a few things on Instagram, and it was fucking awful. The highlight was the two hand touch the game, whatever the fuck it they was. Had. Flag, I, it I was don't flag know. football. Whatever. I heard it's, Aiden it's, Hutchinson. You know what? Single. We're gonna play flag football, dude. Why can't it go back to like the nineties where they actually had a fucking football game? Because it, it just it, that wasn't ridiculous. just the nineties. I remember I don't want to see him play flag football. I don't. I don't want to see none of that bullshit. I want to see you play an actual game and have a little bit of pride in what you fucking do. That that game is supposed to be for these players and their families. That's what that's for. Here's, that here's was the a problem. treat for these guys to Keep be able to go to Honolulu and play this fucking family? game. Here's the problem. No one watched that version of the Pro Bowl either. Bullshit. I used yeah. to watch it every year. The ratings got worse and worse and worse every year, and then they made these subtle changes, and it got slightly better, and it just sucks. You know what I will watch, though, and I'm excited to watch? What? The Combine. Love the Combine. There you go. He loves to watch the Combine, too. I, I don't watch it anymore. Go to the Combine. Let's go. Let's do tip balls at the Combine. That's you a four-hour drive. I'll year? go to the Combine. I've always wanted to go to the Combine. Oh, right. We can do it on a weekend. Whenever we can drive there on a Friday night. One we can do. He's never got time. We'll fly there. He'll go. He's just, he's being, he's just. It's, the it's combine Monday. is so cool. It's Monday. I think it's the coolest thing. I would sit there all week. If I could sit there and watch them waiting in the hallway in the hospital while they get their MRIs, I would do that. While they're just sitting there. Be totally down. Okay. I wish I could sit in on those interviews that they that they do. The Lions genius released the interview for every it, that's why they, they do they do the inside the den, which I'm sure you're aware of. Their draft edition of Inside the Den took like three months. Like it didn't come out until before training camp. And it's because they it was an hour and a half long and they painstakingly put in the entire they recorded all their interviews. And they put in Jameer Gibbs's interview. They put in Sam Laporta's interview, Jack Camp. They put in every guy's interview. And hearing Brian Branch and Sam Laporta in their interviews, like you would think different of Sam Laporta if you saw him talking in that interview. He was so cocky and so confident. And he's like, cause I, he's like, no, I'm damn good at my job. That's why. Because they're breaking down tape. And it was just the coolest fucking thing in the world. And I would love to sit in on those legendary interviews that we hear about, like, you know, when they ask their player if their mom's a whore and shit like that. Like, I would love to sit in on those interviews <laughs> and hear what these kids have to say. They're kids at the end of the day. They're younger than Bruce, which is saying a lot. That is true. Do you believe that? Not mentally. <laughs> uh, I actually did watch a little bit of the Pro Bowl. Oh, my okay. God. It was awful. In case you were wondering, it was it was absolutely. They don't play football, right? Yeah, it's no. just mini games. No, they do a, a flag football game. The mini games are kind of the cool. flag football. I think it was like sixty-three to fifty-eight or something like that. Uh, you had Eli and Peyton were the coaches, 
And yeah, it was it was a complete fucking debacle. So. Listen, if you're gonna make a big fucking farce and a joke out of it, you shouldn't even do it. That's the way I look at it, and that's to the point. The parts I seen, it was. But the thing is, I don't think it they was a fucking go joke. Out there and play. A it wasn't entertaining. They have more. It's fun stupid. You know, go back to the old days when they had the actual, uh, the skills competition and the quarterback challenge and shit like that. I'd rather go back and see that. Like they had back in the eighties. I will say this though, stadium was full. It's Orlando. Every seat. It's Orlando, if, if you and I were in Orlando and we were taking Great a little break to from down Disney, there, we'd, go to fucking Disney. Weirdos. I mean, it yeah. was full. It was completely full. Speaking of the quarterback challenges, did you guys see what Dan Orlovsky did by any chance? Stepped out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> he was demonstrating <laughs> the the one quarterback challenge that they have with the moving targets. I he, saw that. He demonstrated it like in a suit. And put up a higher score than all six of the participants in the challenge. I'll tell you what. You want to know who look? There's two quarterbacks who look fucking awful in that. Tua and Hurts. Hurts looked. Hurts missed by miles in the accuracy Rolled competition. Out. Good Baker. Yeah, Baker. I, did, I, I heard Baker did look good. Baker did look good. Baker looked good in the. Baker actually took the flag football game seriously too. He was out there fucking dropping dimes to C.D. Lamb. Back in the day, I don't know what they they have the golf carts with them rolling past or they have a, that was they the old a, time skills they competition. Had something similar yeah. to that. They had a okay. they had like a sled, not a sled, but like a it's essentially the size of a human uh, that that's Correct. that's AI, not AI, but it's it was moving back and forth. You know, it's like a ro- a robot that was moving on the yeah. field. Back in the day, they used to that. have the golf carts with the receiver placed pasted on the side of it, or they had a big target on it, a big bullseye. And Dan Marino let one go about fucking 50 yards downfield and absolutely bullseyed it. And, I mean, he had to fucking step into it, too. It was back in the day when they actually really did shit. You, you know, know what I mean? You know what video was circulating on Twitter while that was going on? I get the Sean Taylor hit from the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, can't, I, don't I remember that. That's the last time the Pro Bowl was good. Was that 95? No, 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 no. It was, it, was in the, it was in the late 2000s, like 2007 or 2008. What was the punter's name? Not Leckler. It was. I don't uh, know. He tried to fucking an run for a first down and got fucking ass hammered. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh yeah. seven. It was the 07 Pro Bowl. Uh, hold on. I have the video right here. It just came. Yeah, up. it's it's the most epic. Listen, clip all those Pro Bowl games used to be pretty good. Though. God, that was nasty. I wasn't a big Pro Bowl guy. One part of the reasons why they, it left Hawaii, by the way, is that they're completely renovating Aloha Stadium. And they're building like a complex around it, like they're turning it into an arena district, and they're yeah. shrinking it. What was that, Oprah? <laughs> the bitch owned that. She owns everything else in the Hawaii. <laughs> That's why all those people are fucking homeless there right now. <laughs> why the laser beam? Because they got their fucking homes burned out. Yeah. Uh, the Hawaii Stadium Authority owns. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who owns the Hawaii Stadium Authority though. That could yeah. indeed be Oprah. Might be part of the gr- ownership group. I'm um, sure. There's only her, one group. Her and Tom Hanks. Weirdos. <laughs> you don't like Tom Hanks? No. Why? Because he's a weirdo. He was on the Epstein Who's list. your favorite he actor? He was not on the Epstein list. Are you sure about that? I'm yeah, 100%. sure about that. Tom Hanks was not on 100%. the Epstein list. The only name that we didn't know about on the Epstein oh, list that was on the Epstein list was Stephen was Hawking. Hawking. That's Which the only is one. fucking mind-boggling. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's great that Hawkins was going to get fucking tug and rubbed. I think it's awesome. They're greasing his wheels. Uh, uh, Anybody uh, need it more uh, than him? 
he supposedly he participated in a six person orgy on Epstein Island. Good for I, him. I can't believe that because my man can't even move, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. Anyways, anyway, um, where do we, we got some stuff to talk about today? Uh, obviously, coaching carousel now has come to a complete end. We obviously we talked on Friday about how Cliff Kingsbury was going to the Raiders, and then he pulled it. That's what we thought. Out. Let's start there. Let's start with the Commanders. So because there's some shit talking going on, and fuck that franchise and their fans. The Commanders uh, have now hired Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. Um, the Commanders currently hold the second pick in the uh, in the draft, April's draft, and. Um, Caleb Williams, projected first overall pick, went on his Instagram story to congratulate Cliff Kingsbury on Correct. being the guy now for the Commanders. So this has brought much speculation up as to why it seemed like it was a done deal. He was going to the Raiders, uh, and then that fell through at the final hour, and now he jumps ship and goes to Washington, who has the second pick. So add it all up. It looks like somehow Washington's going to end up with Caleb Williams, especially because his his uh, camp came out and said he doesn't want to play in Chicago, and Caleb Williams' hometown is D.C. So all of this is starting to add up now. Caleb Williams, former coach, is the offensive coordinator. Well, obviously they're either moving up to one or Chicago's not going to pick him. Chicago's just not going to take him. They're going to take Marvin Harrison. If you're Chicago, there's no way you're showing your cards there. None. There's no an way. idea what the Bears are going to do, though, a court, like an early idea without going through any of this process. There's an early idea of what they're going to do, which is they're going to stay at one and pick Caleb Williams. That's their plan. The rumors out of Chicago are that's the plan right now. And one of the reasons why – so even going from two to one sounds easy, and it's happened in the past. It's not easy, even with all the commander's draft capital. It's not going to be easy to go from two to one, number one. That's the first problem. The second problem is supposedly another rumor out of the Chicago camp is that Chicago doesn't like Jaden Daniels or Drake May or anyone else. They only like if they're going to take a quarterback, they only like Caleb Williams. So it seems like there's two routes. You either have to learn to like fields, which I don't blame them for not liking him, or you have to be okay after going through the process. You have to be okay with Drake May or Jaden Daniels. Now I can tell you if uh, I was if I was Chicago, you want to know what I would do? I would take Marvin Harrison Jr. with that first pick, come back at their number nine pick and take Michael Penix. And then you're all good for the next decade. That's not an awful idea. You just add nine, you take whoever's left. I think there's so many quarterback needy teams that it's possible. Like it's it you're not gonna take you're not gonna it's got to be one of those three names that I named if it's if they're going to go in the top ten. And hypothetically, the Patriots could use a quarterback. Hypothetically, another team could trade up, like the Raiders or the Vikings that need a quarterback. You know, like if, if it's Penix or Bo Nix, which, by the way, both of those guys had a really bad showing in the Senior Bowl this weekend. Actually, no, that's not true, man. Uh, both Nix, of them. Bo Nix looked, actually looked pretty good. Every clip that I saw of Bo Nix from the practices. Hey, if, you, if you're just looking at practices, you're not watching the actual shit from it. Regardless. But what I th- he, everybody said his draft stock went up since the Bo Senior Bowl. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the combine. I can tell you that much. I'm excited for the combine. Yeah, I'd love to see these guys throwing next to each other. That would be a little bit better. I would hope. 
One thing I've always found crazy, this is off topic, sorry for derailing your show, Sam. No, you're good. One thing I've always found crazy is when quarterbacks sit out the combine. Doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, I want to throw with my receivers I feel most comfortable with. It, usually when the quarterbacks do that, it's so diva. And and it's always a it's a bad look. And the guys that fare well are the guys that that go to the combine and make right. all the fucking throws. So I would love to see all all of these quarterbacks. This yeah, is like I, one I of the best quarterback classes. I don't classes. like to see. Well, you've seen that with Justin Fields. He didn't throw at a fucking combine. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Um, right. And now you know why. So I actually I was going through mock drafts earlier because I was thinking about go through mock draft right now. So whole thing. I just let's just discuss this one real quick. I is it from today? Time is it from today? It is from get the, most, the fifth. Yes, today is the fifth. Get me the most recent mock draft you can. This I haven't looked at today. a mock draft since ten o'clock this morning. It came out at three ten p.m. Oh, okay. Chicago Bears number one, Caleb Williams. Okay. Washington Commanders number two, Drake May. I would be so deflated. Even if it, it with Cliff Berry now, who I love Cliff Berry, I would be so deflated. Well, I, I have another one, too, from 12, 15 p.m., and it's different. So we could go through both. Please. Both of them have Caleb Williams as the one. Okay? This one has Jaden Daniels going two. This one has Drake May going two. Jaden Daniels is a much better flip fit for Cliff Kingsbury in Washington. Okay. This one has Jaden Daniels going three to New England. This one has Marvin Harrison going three to New England. I don't know why they would take the Patriots would take Marvin Harrison over a quarterback. That's my thoughts. And and if I were a Patriots fan, the prospect of Jaden Daniels to my team would be very sexy. That would be something out of the norm and something that we could sink our teeth into going forward. Well, yeah. See, they have Jaden Daniels off the board to two to Washington here. Yeah, I don't think Marvin Harrison's a fit. To, I mean, in he's, a fit, he's a fit anywhere he goes. He's a fit for all 32 teams. I just think the Patriots have a bigger need if you're picking that high, and you should get your quarterback. So in the, the one that's Caleb May Daniels, they have Marvin Harrison going four to Arizona. That's sexy. This one, obviously, Marvin Harrison off the board. They have uh, Odunzi going four to Arizona. I think Marvin Harrison to the Cardinals is so sexy. That concept is so good to He ain't going to be there. He probably won't be there. He's not going to be there. Probably won't be there. Um, the mock draft one has the Chargers taking tight end Brock Bowers. Love five. Love that. Um, I think they should take Joel. That's me personally. Who? The tackle from Notre Dame. Oh, Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think they should take him. Who is projected to be the first Listen, tackle they off protect, the board? They got to protect fucking. Herbert Dude, so many teams. So many teams need offensive line help. They're yeah. just one. I I wouldn't even put them the highest on the list. I wouldn't yeah, put them I, higher I than the Titans. Cardinals. I'm the, surprised that the Cardinals don't. Cardinals could use another. They took one got last your fucking year. Quarterback killed for a fucking nine months. The and months. The Titans, the Steelers, and then probably the Jets are three teams that could really use a tackle. So in you mock Washington, Washington in mock draft one. one. In mock draft one, the first offensive lineman off the board is Joe Alt to Tennessee at seven. That makes sense. That's a great. I, I, that would be that's, great. That's smart. In mock draft two, they have the first offensive lineman coming off the board at six to the Giants, and it is yeah. Talisi Fuaga. Is he from Oregon that State? Yes, he is. Right there is a he monster. loves. Him. I want him. I would rather have him 
than the top corner in this draft. And if there's any Spartan fans listening right now, Talisi Fuaga was a homegrown guy that Jonathan Smith developed, and one of Jonathan Smith's big pros is developing, recruiting and developing offensive linemen. So you should get excited about seeing an Oregon State tackle going in the top 10 because that's going to, the Spartan offensive line hypothetically should get good in the next year or two. Um, so in mock, both mock draft one and mock draft two, because obviously Chicago owns the number one pick and the number nine pick, they have Caleb Williams going one, obviously, and then at nine they have Malik Neighbors going to Chicago as well. I don't have a. I don't see it. it. I think that's awesome. I don't see it with Malik Neighbors over like. Oh, I do. Over. It's good. I don't think he's better than. I don't think he's better than. Um, what's his name from Florida State, Michigan State, Keon Coleman. Coleman? I, I don't think he's better than them. I think I it's. Do. I think he's more explosive than Coleman. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Daniels had to throw the ball to someone. Someone had to catch the passes. It's this, it was the same with Burrow. Burrow had, you know, Burrow had some pretty good receivers at LSU. Yeah, I, you can't say anything about his no, receivers. No, you can't. Come on. You can't. Uh, well, Keon. Napers is, is the real thing. He's Keon. He's no punk. Keon Coleman in mock draft one, they have him going 31 to Kansas City. Great fit. Great fit. Yeah. And uh, in mock draft, in mock draft two, they have Roman Wilson going thirty-one to Kansas City. Rome Will- uh, Roman Wilson, Roman Wilson is no. kind of undersized. No, Roman Wilson from Michigan. Roman no. Wilson is kind of undersized. Yeah. He's on the list for like all the receivers that boosted their stock the most this weekend. It was him, Ricky Pearsall from for- Florida, and then Lad McConkey from Georgia. And now all of a sudden, those three guys that could have been like day two picks, top ninety picks, are all being talked about in the first round. McConkey kid reminds me of a. Poor man's Julian Edelman. He's he good. Can, he can run all the routes. Yep. He's Physical blocks. Does everything Solid. you ask him to do. So yeah. you guys want to talk? Actually, this has uh, this one has um, the Patriots trading back to thirty with Baltimore and them taking Bo Nix at thirty. That's I would like. Sense. I would like that. I, I don't hate that. Uh, you guys want to hear who they have the Lions taking? All three of them. Give me the position. I'll tell you who it is. Um, in mock draft one, they are going cornerback. It's not Quinion Mitchell, is it? No. Um, they're high on him though. Quinion Mitchell's going to be really good. They I have him going twenty to Pittsburgh in this. What school is it? Missouri. Oh, uh, Ennis Ennis Rakestraw, who's also Rakestraw he's Jr. very good. He's he's going to be a fringe day two pick. But Ennis Rakestraw, he did a lot of damage at, at Missouri this year, and he was one of the reasons their defense was so good. In mock draft number two, they have a defensive lineman going to Lions at 20. What school? Mizzou. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, go ahead. Say it. Darius Robinson. Who are the guys that are going after Darius Robinson? Because I don't like when someone's mocked there when there's someone I know that's good or more. Bo Rome pass, Wilson, pass. Jatavian Sanders, tight end, Texas, and those are the only three names afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just depends who's available. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that's sexy or like that. There. Yeah, they have Rake Straw coming off the board at twenty six to Tampa in mock draft number two. So, uh, any other names you guys want to go over or picks here? Like mock draft Chop one, Robinson. They have Penix going. 13 to the Raiders. I've seen Chop Robinson in the top 10, and then I've seen him I've at seen like, him drop at like 45. Exactly. I've yeah. seen him like in the in the 40s or 50s, yeah. which I think is bizarre. Because um, there's not a lot of pass rushers in this draft. It's it's Verse, Jared Verse, Chop Robinson, like true edge rushers, where, true where edge guys. Where this draft is heavy is D-tackle. 
D-tackle, it's heavy. I know a team that needs a D-tackle. I'm looking for your chop Robinson here. Uh, it might be under DeMorian. It's his first name. No wonder they call him Chop. Penn State. Uh, they have him going 53 to Miami in mock draft one. Yeah. Mock draft one, who they have the Lions taking the second round, which it should be around there, like 59 or 60 or something like that. Uh, Austin Booker, edge rusher from Kansas. No. I don't hate that. I actually kind of like You want to know what's funny? So like we just said, Mock Draft 1 has Kansas City taking Roman Wilson in the first round. Mock Draft, or that's Mock Draft 2. Mock Draft 1 has Kansas City taking Roman Wilson at 63. Okay. There's a lot of good receivers in this draft. They have them going receiver, receiver, Keon Coleman and Roman Wilson. To Kansas City? Yeah. Wow. They need receivers. Yeah. That and then you throw, Rashi Rice, you throw Rashi Rice in that Especially mix. It's a good receiving core. Travis Kelsey. You know, if he retires at the end of this year, like he says he's going to do, we'll see what happens. Um, your boy, Michael Penix, uh, going 13 to Vegas in mock draft one. I'd love that. That, that awesome. does. That's sexy. That's sexy. That is fucking sexy. Uh, and then in mock draft two, honestly, we have to talk about mock draft two real quick. So, obviously, Caleb Williams What's at number the one. What's on mock draft two? NFL.com. Okay. Jaden Daniels at two, right? We're going quarterback. We're talking quarterbacks here. Uh, the third quarterback off the board right now is J.J. McCarthy to the Denver Broncos at 12. <laughs> no. There's no way he goes at Every, Everything I've read, it sounds like J.J. McCarthy is going to be the fourth quarterback off the board. He's a day it's, it's just a matter of It's just a matter of where he goes. If- but he's no. gonna he's no he's he's gonna go in the first round. It's, uh, it's a matter of where he's not goes. a first round guy. So then after that, I don't Bo- think Michael Penix is a first round guy. Yeah. After that, You're wrong. One's Bo got Nicks. a national championship. You're wrong. One's got the hardware. Whatever, dude. Hardware. Bo Nix going thirty to New England, and Michael Penix not going in the first round. Michael Penix to Vegas is sexy. Michael Penix hey, to Vegas. I, I, is I'm sexy. gonna say this right now. Out of Who all these guys Vegas talking taking? about right now, I'll bet you Michael Penix. Has a better pro first year than the rest of these guys. Make a bet. You think he's going to stroud it out? Make a bet. I think he's going to stroud it out. Listen, guys that can make all the throws, especially at the pro level, that 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 means a lot. You seen it. You seen it this past year. Who who would have thought? Who would have thought that uh, fucking Stroud was going to be better than the Heisman Trophy winner? I I don't think anybody expected Stroud to have the year that he had. I mean, he came out hot. I don't well, think anybody we kind of knew what Stroud was. Stroud could make all the throws. No, I was wrong about Stroud. People, I love him. The people, the thing that we didn't know was, did we know that uh, what's his name was going to be an absolute monster, the receiver? Nico Collins. Fucking Tank no, Dell. not Collins. The other one, Tank, Tank Dell. Who knew Tank Dell was going to be what he yeah, was? Thank you for taking a shit at the end of the year. I, I mean, I'd love to know what Anthony Richardson <laughs> would have looked like in that Colts offense while it was rolling in the middle of the year. That's true. That would have been pretty cool. What? Um, in this other in mock draft two, they have the Raiders Somebody taking a haircut. Yeah, I think he did. Why does everything I do? Just did you dye your hair too? Surprise you? No. He dyed his hair. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Your hair's no, never been that dark. You got grays. I don't. Well, I wash my hair twice a week. Yeah, but your hair's never been that dark. That's the point of me not washing my hair. That head is dark. He dyed his hair. I didn't dye my hair. You dyed your hair. No, a thousand percent. So you're telling me the hair, your hair color is just dirt? Is that what you're saying? Well, I've been wearing this all day. and I'm No, I've been wearing this for three days. 
My hair didn't turn I'm blonde. I'm surprised you have as much hair as you do because you always have a hat on. Uh, in mock draft two, the Raiders taking Byron Murphy, defensive tackle from Texas. Byron Murphy's a guy that played his way up the charts. Deal there. I, I, I don't think the Raiders need D-tackle, but... By all accounts, Byron Murphy's the second best D-tackle in the draft at the moment. He's going to make a team happy. That kid from Illinois is a fucking beast. J- yeah, Jershawn Newton, he's, no. he is a beast. He's a fucking beast. That's a guy you'd, you'd lick your chops if he falls into the, the yeah. 20s. You want to know who I want the Lions to take? Kool-Aid McKinstry. He won't be there. Kool-Aid. They have him. Hold on. He'll be gone. They have him going 32 in mock draft one, and they don't have him going in the first round in mock I've draft seen, two. Who's the other uh, Bama corner? I've seen some draft mocks that have the other Bama corner going. Terry and over. Arnold going 15 in Indianapolis. I've seen, I've seen Terry and Arnold get taken over Kool-Aid. In both I've, of these, he does. Either way, like if you want to cite the Lions' problems, D-tackle, edge rusher not so much, D-tackle, corner, Guard, interior lineman. Um, if you want to That's cite their great draft for interior lineman, they can get Frank Ragnow's replacement in this draft. Yeah. You could put him at left guard for however long you have Ragnow, and you could line that up going forward for the next year or two. Or Ragnow Dak- retires, you at, you can Dak- get a guard. Decker's replacement, Sewell. You move Sewell to the left, and then I'd say you just leave Sewell where he's at. Sewell's a better Dak- left guard. Did you ever hear that saying, don't fuck with what's not broken? Sewell, in his one game at left tackle this year, Sewell had his highest graded game of the year. It ain't broke, don't fix it. He doesn't believe in grades. No. He doesn't believe in grades. He was drafted to be, if Taylor Decker didn't put his foot down, because he signed his extension the, the and they drafted money Sewell. on the right side. I don't know why you would move. Because he's better on would, the left. I would draft he's, he's a natural left tackle. Places. He's a natural left tackle. And you could put anyone on the right. So if you See, have that, a guy. That's not always true. I, I think that's changed within the past fucking 10 years. I think either side is just as important. There's no blind side anymore. You don't think so, eh? No. I could talk mock drafts all day. I can give you Zolo's big board right now and give you 15 guys that I would fucking love to end up here in the first round. Yeah, but it's we haven't even made it to the Super Bowl. We made it to the Combine. We haven't even made, yeah, we haven't even made it there yet. So I, that was just a Super taste. Bowl? That was just a taste. No, we're, I don't want to talk too much about the Super Bowl today. We don't want to show all of our cards today. You all know of our cards? Correct. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about was um, Tom Brady. He drew a little bit of he drew a little bit of of, of interest this week um, because Kyle Shanahan came out and said that he did everything he could to try and get Brady out of retirement this year to start at quarterback for the 49ers. Um and essentially told Brock Purdy, listen, the biggest compliment I can give you is saying you're the only other guy I'd want here besides Tom Brady. And obviously Brady did not want to come out of retirement and the rest is history. But, you know, there's somebody down here who really doesn't like Brock Purdy. And I wanted to ask you point blank, do you think the 49ers would be where they are if Tom Brady would have been at the helm this year instead of Brock Purdy? Yes. Actually, they probably had a couple more wins. You why? I, I need well, to know your reason. Because listen, as shitty as Brady is right now, he's still better than Brock Purdy. <laughs> well, why are you laughing? Well, I, I'm fucking being honest. Listen, even with how his skills have declined over the years, he still can read shit that Brock Purdy can't. Um, and Brock Purdy made a lot of news this week. Obviously, with going into that, going into the Super Bowl. 
Um, Cam Newton came out on his podcast. Hold on. Just let me right. let me get the Go sentence ahead. out before you talk shit about Cam Newton. Go ahead. He said that Brock Purdy is nothing more than a game manager and he is not an elite quarterback. And that Brock Purdy was the 10th best player on his team. And I, so I wanted to break this down because 49ers are a pretty stacked team. Yeah. But is there 10 guys on that team that you could justify as being better than Brock Purdy, the quarterback that led them there? So I wanted to ask both of your guys. The answer to that is no. You don't think he's the 10th? No. You think he's better than the 10th best guy? Uh, a little bit. Okay. What about you? Or can we go through it? Yeah. I really wanted to go through it. Yeah. Okay. I, I have him at five or six. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is better than Brock Purdy. I put Debo. And, I, Debo. and I'm not even saying better. I'm saying you you need these guys to win. Because I think the 49ers aren't winning Sunday without Brock Purdy. Okay. So we got McCaffrey, Debo. Debo. Do we put Ayuk there? No. Yes. No. no, Nick we, Nick Boza. Do we put I, Kittle there? Maybe. I got. I have Kittle there. Fair. Then I'm not arguing. Trent Williams. Yes. Yeah. Without him, he's done. We. You know what? I don't want to argue with him. So let's put Trent Williams in. I gotta put well, Trent Williams. What the fuck you mean? Argue with me? I, I'm essentially telling you all the you're guys right. that I would put right. there. I would put there. Uh, I'm yeah. saying you're right. I mean Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. And Fred That's Warner. five. Fred Warner's the last one. Fred Warner. It's the last. What about name. Greenlaw? No. I love Greenlaw. What about Hargrave? No. No. Eric Armstead? No. No. So you're saying you're putting Greenlaw there? I I love Greenlaw. I love what he stands for, but he's still not the best linebacker hey, on his team. We're not putting Ayuk no. there. No. 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 Okay, because I put Ayuk there, too, and I had no, Brock Purdy at I, nine. I, I I don't think he's – no. He's okay. higher than that. Any of the corners? Traverius Ward? No, listen, listen, let's, let's – I'm just making this. sure. No. Quarterback is the most important position on the field. We know that. You can't you know, win without Brock Purdy. They're not, they're not shit without Brock Purdy. Am I saying he's the best guy on the team? No. But you could replace even names on that list, and they could win without them. They cannot win without Brock Purdy. So realistically I, I for you – I don't believe They cannot realistically, win Realistically, that's fine. For you – for you, it's McCaffrey, Debo, Nick I, Boza, I Bosa, those Fred Warner. Warner. There's three guys on I would, that team. I would that put if they Kittle. didn't have it, they I could would put lose. Kittle in there. So, so I put Purdy at six. So seen, you put McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, Debo, they lose. Bosa, Warner, yeah, Purdy. I I would say it's real simple because without these three guys, they lost a bunch of games. Trent Williams, McCaffrey, and Debo. I see. I think well, Trent Williams. Guys, if they don't have. At least two of those three, they're going to fucking lose. You've seen it. It's already happened. Yeah. It's already happened. What do you think? Do you think if Tom Brady was at the helm this year, they would be where they are? No, and let me tell you why. Tom Brady, the, like my biggest thing, the reason why I buy into Brock Purdy, and I don't know why he always pushes back on me, Brock Purdy can make any throw. And at the end of his career, Tom Brady wasn't making any throw. The only throw of 40-plus yards that he converted for Tampa and that they, the year they won the Super Bowl was the one in the Super Bowl, which I think was to Gronk maybe. I don't remember who it went to. It might have it been, uh, been uh, what's-his-face there. Um, it might have been um, – Who are we talking about? Godwin. Brady completed a pass for 40-plus in the Super Bowl. It was his Mike first – Evans. It was, was, it was Evans. It was Evans. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he can't make the throws that Brock Purdy Brock Purdy can. 
That's my whole argument is Brock Purdy's only in, in the position that he's in because of there's two reasons. Number one, he mitigates a lot of the mistakes that the young rookies make, and he's able to do that because he's got a good offensive line and he's got good playmakers. But number two, he makes all of the throws. There are only so many quarterbacks that can make every single throw at the moment, I and he's he one of them. Pretty shit in that game against the Lions. Okay, why did he score thirty some points in the second half then? How many was it? The Lions. Whatever he was, the dog Lions shit in that defense first half. decided. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's a tale of two halves. He was he was Jared absolute Goff dog missed some throws in the second. The Lions half. collapsed. Wasn't what they did. Jared how Lions how long are we going to keep doing that? This team didn't do this right. The, this the team Lions, collapsed. The Lions collapsed the second half of that game. Okay, I'm not arguing that, but how long are we going to do that to discredit Brock? Purdy? I'm not trying to discredit anyone. Made, I'm trying made, to tell you what the fucking truth is. He still made every throw except for the one that went off Kendall Vildor's hands. He still made every single throw that yeah, he that needed to make. Should have been, but he still made every other throw that he needed to make in the second half, and they scored a lot of points. Well, yeah. Yeah, I get it. If you think if, per, if I, don't, per, I don't think he's as accurate as everybody says he is. He is though. Not. He is. He, he has the stats to back accurate. it up. It's not the even the advantage. Half of that game, you can't. Dog. You can't cherry pick two games though and say that. I, I, what the fuck? Cherry pick two games. It's whole <laughs> fucking career, bud. It's not a it's whole, whole career. career. It's not. Like, he's there's in the dirt behind or everywhere brother, else. Brother, brother. He's, he's the most accurate passer rating for quarterbacks that are twenty plus air yards downfield. There's no one that was higher than him this year. That means his throws are accurate. That means the team that he's got is very good. That's what that fucking means. You're, He's got two very good receivers. There's always going to be a spin and a zone. very good tight end. There's always going to be a spin He's zone from you. He's bad. He's just I'm not saying he's bad. No, what you I'm are. saying if is giving credit, his talent. No, if you're giving credit to his playmakers, his fucking talent is better is than brother, every other team brother, in the league. If you're giving credit to his playmakers, you're taking Absolutely. credit for him. If you're saying the Absolutely. Lions, if you're saying the Lions collapsed, you're taking credit from Brock Purdy, who still did everything right that he needed to do. You can't. All, you can't do that for one person. And then not do it for the other person. You can't say that Lamar Jackson choked, so Patrick Mahomes is in the well, Super Bowl again. That's what you guys just fucking said last not week. Not what I said. That's what, that's what I all said. you not fucking know. That's what I said. You. It's that's what really I said. That's what he said. To look good when your receivers are wide open. Oh my God, his receivers are not wide fucking open though. In that's the, the whole half, thing. His receivers were wide open. You guys remember, are, you guys are, the, you guys are eulogizing Brock break. Purdy by one half against Brock the Detroit Purdy Lions. Is a fucking average quarterback, period. That average quarterback He's is an average 60 quarterback minutes from a Super Bowl. He's the best team in the fucking league. That average quarterback sort of like is the guy 60 in New minutes England from a ring. Decades, okay? Hey, don't bring him in. Yeah, whatever, dude. It is what it is. Whatever, it is. whatever you want to call it, dude. He played in a quarterback-friendly system. The best system in fucking pro football. Which is based around the running backs. It's Kyle Shanahan's offense. Which is tailored to the running backs, by the way. It's tailored to a fucking quarterback. It's the most friendly quarterback system in the league. Period. Oh, my God. Period. It's built around the running backs. Oh, that's that's what it's built around. You got the best running back in the league. I'm sorry. There's nobody even fucking close to him, no? And he went out and they still won Anybody close to McCaffrey? I think Debo is more essential to that team than Christian McCaffrey is. Okay. Uh, no, but I, I'll Any, anybody. And in that's the a solid debate. No, solid I think debate. Christian McCaffrey is without question. Uh, you can't go wrong the, with either the, or in my opinion. The best McCaffrey running back in the league. The thing is, they for some he's reason the best weapon in the league. Yes, but for some reason when Debo's team. not on yes. the field. Yes, Christian McCaffrey is the best weapon in the NFL. Period. He could run and fucking catch. 
the thing is, when you have Debo and him on the same team, they're both so fucking impactful. Exactly. At the same because and we talked about this a lot. Debo Samuel, when he ever he has the ball in his hands, he's got a chance to score. Right? Yeah. But Christian McCaffrey. As does Christian McCaffrey. It's real nice to have fucking two, three guys that can do that. They win and have won games without Christian McCaffrey. They struggle without Debo Samuel. That's not even up for debate because there's a whole body of work, including a Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan, that didn't include Christian McCaffrey. It was Mitchell and what's-his-face in Miami. and Jeff Wilson. Jeff, no, the other guy in Miami. The guy who led the league in touchdowns this year. Mozart. Mozart. Raheem Mozart. That's who they're, and, and Matt Brieta. That's who they went to the Super Bowl with four years ago. They didn't need McCaffrey. Am I, am I denying how, that McCaffrey is the best running back in the league? No, because he is. But you could, like, the whole argument in the offseason was it doesn't matter if you're the best at your position. We don't need you. The Lions moved on from DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, who led the league in, in touchdowns last year, and plugged in two new guys. And they did absurd damage 10 touchdowns and 1,000 scrimmage yards each. That's the system. You don't need McCaffrey to run their system. It's a running back heavy offense. It's not a quarterback friendly offense. He makes the throws when he needs to make them. Is Kill fucking good? Yeah. Has Ayuk made some big catches? Yeah. Someone's got to get the ball there though in the tight window, and we could keep taking credit all we want and cherry pick all we want, but that could be done with any player at any position in the league at any point in time. At some point, you just got to say, "Damn, he's putting up the numbers." That's what I had to do with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I'm like, "Damn, these guys are fucking good. They're doing everything right." They're good for their teams. At some point, you cannot deny what Brock Purdy has done. He's in the fucking Super Bowl. Did he have a bad first half against the Packers and a bad first half against the Lions? Yeah. Guess what he did? He came back when his teams needed him most, when his team needed him most, in two games, in back-to-back games, and he led his team to victory in both games in the fourth quarter. You can't deny it. It doesn't matter if the other teams collapse. That's It, it takes two to tango at the end of the day. Tango. Tango my nuts. <laughs> Listen, I will stand by. You could put any quarterback back there, and they would still be in the position that they're in. Right they weren't last year. No, that's Baltimore. That's called Baltimore. Either they, way. They made the Super Bowl with uh, Garoppolo, did they not? Four was that? And then they had Garoppolo last year, and they didn't make the Super Bowl. I'm not even saying he's the best quarterback in the league. I'm not fucking saying that. No, the thing is, we're all on the same page. We're very close. We're to not on the same, same page. Yes, we no, are because, because he's a, he's, he will never give Brock, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy could drop 500 yards and five TDs on Sunday and win Super Bowl MVP and complete every pass and have a perfect passer rating. And he'll find a way to say, well, five of those were, you know, Debo made a one-handed grab. That's what he'll do. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Do you think if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl and puts on a nice performance and takes home a Super Bowl MVP, would you be willing to consider giving giving him a nod? What the fuck do you want me to say? If that's what he does, that's what he does. Yes, but guess what? Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. You want me to go further? Guess what? He played on the best team with the best players for a fucking decade, dude. Okay? As soon as that team started to diminish, he was out the door bagging groceries at the fucking grocery store. Okay? <laughs> so guess what? Terry Bradshaw's got four fucking Super Bowls. Never lost a fucking Super Bowl. Does that mean he's better than Joe Montana? I don't know what this has to do with What's Brock that? Purdy. In Does that mean he's better than Joe Montana? No, because Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. If you look at... Here, we'll go with your little numbers thing. Joe Montana is fucking 4-0 and in Super Bowls. 
13 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Okay? If you, fucking Super Bowl. If you bring up rings and Super Bowl records, then you're only going to open the door for him to bring in Tom Brady at that point. Tom Brady what? And his fucking five Super Bowl losses? Is that what you're going to bring well, in? He's got seven Three. wins. Whatever. Ten Whatever. Super Bowl he's appearance. Should have been five. Should've Why been five. should it have been five? Well, it's a five, Why dude? should it have been Pete, five? Pete Carroll can't call a fucking game at the goal line. I mean, at least he made it. Fucking Atlanta had a, the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history. Doesn't matter. What? Do you, Atla- what? Atlanta you had the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history. That's why Dan Quinn lost his job as a fucking head coach. I'm sorry. Was it Kyle Shanahan, the OC on that team? Hello. Listen. What? You can't look at the Atlanta New England Super Bowl and say that was just the collapse. That was the biggest collapse. New England willed their way back into that. That was the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history. Just like the Lions collapsed in that fucking game last week. Speaking of of Super Bowl collapses, Patrick Mahomes made the news this week. Why? Because his dad got arrested for drug drugs. Well, I was going to say, not Patrick Mahomes Jr., Patrick Mahomes Sr. uh, made the news this week. Drunk. Um, uh, Drunk ass. He was arrested for his not one, not two, but his third DUI. And that's what his kid's going for, his th- third Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there There's you go. Actually, what a fucking collapse. There's actually a video of him on the field after the game last week of him saying, not one, not two, three. And then, obviously, that came into play as a well, nice meme he online. probably had a few in him. Um, Maybe him and Jer- Jim Ursay were fucking celebrating at the end of the game <laughs> after they gave him a little bit of CPR. And uh, brought him back to life too. <laughs> well, Is that what they did? We never in, did talk about in that. Texas. You Jim could Ursay going out and uh, and the fucking ambulance called to his fucking house. Apparently, he's and not he doing well. We did, yeah, life. At, like at the moment, we did talk he's not about doing that. Well. Yeah, he's on the way out. Oh, is he again? It's I I, again. I haven't heard that, but there's a reason <laughs> yeah. you haven't heard anything. And he yeah. was like, he needed to be resuscitated. Actually. Yeah, he that dead. motherfucker got brain damage. I guess he was out for hours. They said. He could have he could have been dead already. Um, so I I think Zola's about to go into this. In the state of Texas, yeah. if you're convicted of your third DUI, does he live in Texas? Yes. Okay. Two to ten years in it's prison. It's a conservative state. Yeah, he, he's he's automatically going to get two years. He he won't get two years. He's Patty Mahomes' dad. He won't get two years. Watch. And I would like to reference you. He'll get six you. months, six months suspended sentence. And I would like to reference you to the <laughs> Henry Ruggs jersey over oh, your right shoulder right now. <laughs> what? I would like to reference the Henry Ruggs jersey over your shoulder. What about him? First offense, 11 years in prison. How many years? Henry Ruggs? Nine years in prison? No, Eight years? Six he, years? I think he got more than that. Henry Ruggs? It was a long time. No, I don't think he did. I don't think he got that much. I think he got seven years. It was at least six years, which is a long time. Uh, three to ten. Three to yeah, ten. three to ten. Three to ten. Three to ten. Which and he'd already behave, Good behavior. Too. He's out in six and a half. Uh-huh. Yep. Hello. Um, and he killed a lady and her fucking dog. <laughs> he deserved ten years just for the dog. <laughs> uh, so I, I've, obviously they they bailed him out already. 
He had ten thousand dollar bonds, so he's out. Penny, I just told you. It doesn't mean he can't travel. Listen, he's not going to do six months. See if he could travel. See if the see if the judge set travel limitations. Um, we're I honestly I think that they were trying to figure that out at the moment. It's if he would be allowed at the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sure he will be. So meanwhile, we were all worried about Taylor Swift making it to the Super Bowl, but now we got to worry about it's Pat Mahomes Sr. that we have to worry about. See if he's going to be smoking on that Purdy pack after the game. He'll be in the box. He'll be in the box with Taylor. And the and the sheriff's department will be in there with them with their fucking shackles on them, <laughs> standing next to her, and they'll all be happy and singing, and and it's gonna be just an absolute fucking fiasco. Hold on. Speaking of Taylor Swift, did you hear that she made history last night? Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Okay, I hear you, Leon. Did you hear that uh, Taylor Swift made history last night? No, I didn't. She won her fourth album of the year at the Grammys. I, I don't watch Fourth. the Grammys. It's the biggest farce on TV. And Jay Z agrees any, with you. Anybody who Jay Z does you agree. Know what her you. number is? Say Jay-Z what? Jay Z does 13. agree. Thirteen. Jay Z agrees. I think I think the Grammys. It's my number. And and this ain't just now. This has been going on for probably since the internet started. Is the most overrated. It's the worst. The, the, the album the sales are unwatchable. Yeah, Listen, nobody night. has bought albums in forty years. What do you mean? Back when an album would go gold or platinum 40 years ago, it was from actual sales. That shit doesn't happen since the internet started. Well, yeah, now it's counted. So by it's screen. been how you long has the internet though, been around? But you could track how many times someone listens to a song yeah, now, Napster, which is impressive. Napster's been around for what? 25 years? In Napster? I don't think Napster's Napster. around anymore. They were the first ones that were stealing the music from the. Yeah. From the fucking Lime lawyer. You know who led the charge to stop Napster? I know you know the name right now. Yeah, Metallica did. What, who Who in particular from Metallica? I don't give a fuck. Lars Ulrich. Whatever, he's gay <laughs> I anyway. Don't give a fuck. But he, uh, <laughs> that, that shit, the Grammys and all that stuff, the record sales stuff, it's all <laughs> polluted and bullshit. And I had seen the thing on, uh, uh, they were showing comparisons how one song would have like, Three different people would have one song, and it would all compile into one. It was just bullshit, dude. It's all bullshit. The numbers are all fudged, and so, there hasn't there hasn't been a a actual fucking record sale thing in forty years. Lars Ulrich is married to a woman, by the way. So, Nobody cares. Lars Ulrich is a little punk. So they gave okay? they gave Jay Z this like lifetime. I don't know what what the what it was the, word? the Dr. Dre Achievement, Achievement Award or some uh, shit. Either one just, of them deserve any kind he of. He just award. went on a rant about how the Grammys suck essentially, and he goes, you know, I, there's oh, they didn't uh, there's, shut his microphone off. No, it was and it was great. It was perfect. And he's like, there's an artist. It's his wife, fiance. He's like, there's an artist who has more Grammys than anyone. She has like history. 32 Grammys in the history. And she's of Grammys, overrated too. And she's never won Record oh, of the Year or Album of the matter. Year. It doesn't matter. She's over fucking rated too. Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce is pretty fucking. Hey, good. Whitney Houston was better than all of them. Period. Times, man. Different times. It doesn't me, matter. Asshole? Time doesn't matter to him. Time doesn't matter. People need to be able to sing. Their you have to listen. You have to listen. <laughs> she could fucking sing. Beyonce can't sing, uh, dude. So going need, back, everybody needs to stop, dude. I want to circle back real quick. Going back to you talking about Pat or Pat Mahomes Senior. Correct. Being in the suite. So um, I know you don't know who this is, but Christian Christian McCaffrey is engaged to Olivia Culpo. Okay. okay. And. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's mother was on a podcast and they were asking her if she was going to be in a suite for the Super Bowl. And she said on the podcast that Christian McCaffrey nor his fiance 
who is rather famous, could afford a suite for the Super Bowl. So people started doing their digging. A suite for the Super Bowl was two and a half million dollars. And then eventually Christian McCaffrey's fiance did indeed buy the suite for his mother to go to the sit in the suite for the Super Bowl. But she's got that kind of money. Yeah. She, hold on. She, I don't think she has her, her fiance's money. God I don't, think, I don't no, think Olivia she Coppola. Has, she has her own. No, no. She doesn't I, have as much. No, as yeah, Christian. yeah. No. She's she's worth like ten to fifteen million for sure. It was a big. It was a big. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But what she did, the she partners. Rich, going she partners with the. Con- I was explaining this to Nikki yesterday. She partners with the concierge service, and the concierge service is probably going to give her a prorated deal on the suite. Probably. I'm, and yeah. in order to promote the shit out of them, and, and it might be all some, like I don't believe in the conspiracy theories, but that might be marketing. That might yeah. just be a marketing okay. ploy. But yeah, the gist is the the ticket, which finally, by the way, plummeted below seven thousand today. Did it? It did. Yeah. Stupid. How pissed? How pissed are we? Super Bowl in history. Stupid. No. You know what? It's still the most expensive Super Bowl ticket in fucking history. I the dumbest game. Stupid. I do have to say, I do have to say, all these people. Yeah, everyone's got to stop. All these people going on and on about how, oh, I'm not gonna watch the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do? They're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. What are you gonna do? You gonna read a book? You're going to break out an old copy of the Da Vinci Code and sit at home on Sunday night and read that? You're going to watch the fucking Super Bowl. On Ticketmaster right now, the cheapest ticket is six grand even. That's before fees on Ticketmaster, though. Ah, true. So it's probably like it's probably like in the low sevens. Hold on, let's see. Uh, everyone so everyone that can't outrageous. stand the Chiefs, you're, I want you to defend it. I fucking hate the Chiefs. I want you to defend it right it. now. So, so they asked Travis Kelsey about Kittle. Did you see this clip? Yes, and he said he was the best. And he said, and like Travis Kelsey apparently is the king of not giving other teams bulletin board material, which I fucking love because he's actually the best. And he's playing balls to the wall right now. Not better than Gronk. So, so Travis Kelsey came out and and like everyone's always saying the Chiefs are cocky and annoying. Like I don't see it. Like I see Mahomes bitching a little bit this year, but he was just frustrated because his team was ass on offense. He had guys dropping balls. I don't see the cockiness attitude with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs not I'm not saying like, oh, they're so fucking likable. I, I the only reason people hate him is the same re- reason they didn't want to see the Patriots in there anymore. Yeah. And me with the Patriots in the early days, I couldn't fucking stand them. I wanted the fucking Rams to win. Greatest show on turf. I for sure wanted Jake DeLome to win. And don't even get me started about Donovan McNabb and TO not winning. But then from there I was like, holy shit, like you gotta learn to appreciate what what Tom Brady's doing at the moment. And, and, like, you have to, like, it's the same with LeBron. Like, you have to sit down and be like, we got to enjoy this while we have it. We have to ma- enjoy Pat Mahomes in Super Bowls, even though he's going to be in more. But when he's playing on the last Sunday of the year, you need to sit there and enjoy it because he's fucking good. And he's doing special shit. And I have to sit there and appreciate it. I think the Niners are much less likable than the Chiefs. Uh, I disagree completely. Oh, to- no. Fuck I that. love George Kittle. Kittle I like I Debo. Kittle, I, love. I like McCaffrey. I like Garrett Gertz. I like no. <laughs> I like Nick, Nick Bosa is a huge piece of shit. Nick Bosa is. They asked, they asked Nick Bosa, what have you seen on tape? And he goes, they hold a lot. That was his comment. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit, Nick he Bosa. He says very little if you ever. I, he's a cunt. I, I can't him. stand Travis Kelsey. And I can't it's because he's a fucking him. Trump supporter. Conservative. No, of course you like him. He doesn't say anything and he's a fucking animal. He just wants to sack the fucking quarterback. That's his only No, he looks like an asshole. He's a fucking cunt. He's he looks like an fucking, asshole. He's way better than his brother. And his brother looks like an asshole too. His brother oh. looks like an asshole. The schnoz. Anyways. I think that was a very nice show today. Do you have anything to add before we go? Because we're gonna Super Bowl preview on Friday. 
Everybody's got to come with their well, A game, ready I'm to go. Easier, so I'm going to take the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. How many sacks for Mike Dana? Four, five, twelve? Two and a half. Ooh, love Dry. it. Two and a half. Uh, do you have anything to add before we go today? Assist. Super Bowl <laughs> preview Friday, big show. Anything? You don't have a word. Nothing. Not not a. You don't have a God bless to. Pour. I got a question for you. I got an Ask Uncle Sam question. Hashtag oh, Ask, Ask Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. How many cats you got? I don't know. Five. There's five cats. There's are, five cats. Are any of your cats assholes? Gabito. Do they suck? Any of them? Yeah, the majority of them do. All of them do. Just about. I got maybe two nice ones. So there's three. The rest cats? of them, the rest of them, my brother did. So your brother got all the nice cats, is what you're saying? No, my brother did all the. the we were learning how to tattoo, and <laughs> that's how we did it. Was no. tattooing each other. He said cats, not tats. Oh, cats. Cats. He's talking about the cats. The not cats. cats. My cats. Yeah. Cats. He's asking. How many, are your cats nice? Are your cats all nice? Do you like all of your? Oh cats? no, no, Mr. Yeah. Cat's a motherfucker, dude. That yeah. Motherfucker, he, I thought you changed Mr. Cat's name. Listen to me. He got, uh, he got four pillows thrown at him the other day. What did he? I do? wanted to use my boot, but it was in the other room. You got any pictures of your cats that you could share? That motherfucker. He, uh, he was sitting up next to me and kind of watching me out the corner of his eye so i went to pet him man he went to fucking scratch and bite me dude that motherfucker he got i grabbed every fucking pillow he jumped off the couch i started whipping pillows at him i was looking for something hard to throw at him i didn't have anything now i was gonna kick him was it like the time that lady was throwing the coleslaw at you at work uh no i was throwing the coleslaw at her oh she was in her car <laughs> trying to run me over <laughs> In the middle of the parking lot. This is Joy Road. And I was yep. just I was just firing what happened was is no, I haven't she, seen she took crazy. the bags of coleslaw and was tearing them open. Ah. She was tearing them open mm -hmm. to see if they were fresh, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't answer the question. She was trying to say they were old mm -hmm. and she wanted a discount on them. And the man that I am is absolutely not. But being she was tearing them open, they were in hers. my eyes. She they bought them. hers, Cole. Yeah, absolutely, and she refused to buy them. So you. So I followed her out to the parking lot to tell her she was breaking the law, because that's breaking the law. And she got in her fucking car and she came at me not once but twice. And as she circled around the second time, I was firing the coleslaw inside her window and hitting her <laughs> as she was filming me on her phone, and I was filming her. I don't have the video anymore. I wish I still had yeah, it. Yeah, because I it was the outstanding. Video. Yeah. Leanne says he remembers this. It would have been this. absolutely yep. outstanding. Leanne was probably in the parking lot when this happened. So how did the story end? Did she ever come back? Oh, no. she No, she's not going to come back. She tried to rub me over, dude, <laughs> over some fucking coleslaw. Anyways, anything to add before we end today's show? <laughs> no. Anything else? Hey, look at Leon. Yeah, we already we said just that he we just told remembers, you remembers it. He's probably in the parking lot. He was. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, come check us out on YouTube. And remember to subscribe. Ring the bell so you know when we go live. Uh, Mondays and Fridays from 4.30 to 5. We'll be back Friday. Super Bowl preview. Big day. Big show. I'm Bruce, not coming here. The freeway is closed. Bruce won't be here. What's well, closed? 96? And then we will be back. Yeah. 
next week to recap it. And God knows where this goes from there. I'll be freezing my ass off when you guys are doing this. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a great week. You will see us on Friday. Please.